Whenever you and I read the scriptures, we find there a record of the history of the revelation of God. God revealing himself, which means that God wants us to know him. This clearly reveals that God is seeking a relationship with each one of us. And when, when God sends his son, that is the fullness of revelation. In everything that Jesus says and what Jesus does, but also Jesus is teaching and revealing even in what he doesn't say and in the things he does not do. Perhaps the clearest example is during his passion and death on the cross, where we see that he is mainly silent before his accusers and the executioners, and he doesn't strike back in retaliation. Something similar is happening with this gospel. Notice that in this resurrection appearance, and this is the first one where they're all gathered together, except for Thomas. He's still probably out buying ice cream or something. And here's the first time. This is Easter Sunday evening. And there they are all together. Have you noticed what Jesus does not say? He does not mention their infidelity and failure during his passion. He doesn't say, for example, my goodness sakes, what a bunch of chickens. You guys left me high and dry. Why did you do this? He doesn't even mention it. He doesn't come across in a scolding manner. And there's no question that these disciples are still feeling the humiliation of that failure to stay with Jesus after they all said that we will die with you. And the guilt of that moment is probably still weighing heavy upon them, like a dog with its tail between its legs. And perhaps they are feeling like they should be scolded. Jesus says nothing. Something else is on the mind and the heart of the risen Christ. He is anxious to do one thing, and that's to share the fruit of his paschal sacrifice. He cannot wait. And two of the first fruits are the gift of his peace and the gift of his mercy. Notice that he says twice, peace 
be with you. He wants to restore the peace of soul. But we see that it's a peace that is connected to mercy. That peace that comes from a conscience that is cleansed from guilt. The cleansing of a a heart made pure that comes through the forgiveness of sins. This is why he says, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. And what he's going to send them out to do, they are not gonna be able to do by their own power. This is why he breathes on them the gift of the Holy Spirit. And he says, whose sins you forgive, they are forgiven. Whose sins you retain, they are retained. And he says, go. He wants them to bear witness to this mercy they are now experiencing. As they look at those wounds, they know that they are forgiven. They know that Jesus died for them. And now Jesus wants them to take this mercy out into the world. My dear friends, this is so consoling for each one of us as we continue to struggle with sin in our own Christian life and to know what Jesus is like to us. We may think like the disciples that we deserve to be scolded, that Jesus should be hard on us, but this is not what is being revealed in this gospel. What Jesus wants to do more than anything is simply restore the peace of soul by lavishing his mercy upon our repentant hearts, cleansing the conscience of guilt, cleansing the heart and making it pure again. This is the great desire of Jesus risen from the dead. This is why Jesus appeared to Saint Faustina and why she was made that great apostle of the mercy of Jesus. And Jesus said to her once when he, re, he appeared to her, he said, one of the greatest sadnesses of my heart is not the sins of fallen humanity. It is the lack of confidence and trust in my mercy. And those five wounds that Jesus bears are five reasons for our confidence. I'd like to recommend on this day, when we celebrate the gift of divine mercy, of course we do this every day, but today, that rather than being a source of sadness for the heart of the risen Christ, 
that we would console his heart by renewing our trust and confidence in his mercy. And we can do that in this way. This is a prayer that we can pray with a crucifix. Whether it's on the end of the rosary or one on the wall that we can take down and hold in our hands, or whether we make the cross with our index finger and thumb, that we would say five times, Jesus, I completely trust in your mercy. And then to kiss one of the wounds of Christ. And then to say it again, Jesus, I completely trust in your mercy. And then to kiss another sacred wound five times. My dear friends, this is the faith that is victorious. The faith that Jesus is always waiting and ready to give mercy. This is why there is a confessional in this church and in many Catholic churches. Besides the Mass, this is the main reason for the priesthood. It is to announce that there is always mercy ready and waiting. And we want to proclaim to the world that God's mercy is this wonderful, it's that powerful, and it's this faithful. Persevering trust in the mercy of God. Let's live this, let's proclaim this. Amen.